0: Enter to win a free cruise for two. Onboard the 90s Cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the
1: first ever sailing. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s activities.
0: There'll be over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, and more.
1: The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, January 31st through February 5th,
0: 2025. Head to the 90scruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two.
2: Okay, round two.
3: Name something that's not boring.
0: A laundry? Ooh, a book club!
3: Computer solitaire, huh? Ch- Chumba. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase
0: necessary. to by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions
4: apply. See website for details. What's up? This your boy, Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything.
3: This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish.
1: That's why Navy Federal
3: Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by
6: NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value.
3: It's 902 mg With Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling.
0: Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to another exciting episode of 902 mg I'm here. My name's Jenny. I'm here with Tori, and Sissany. Hey, hi, and oh, you guys! There's a special guest in the studio with me.
4: My mother has separation anxiety, so that is why
1: I'm here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> my my
4: daughter is here
0: with me. I have it's come to work with mommy day.
1: <laughs> I love <laughs> One it. One of your greatest accomplishments. <laughs> Yes, this
0: is my oldest and greatest accomplishment. She's 20, almost, no. 24. You did. She turned 24 on I missed her birthday.
1: <laughs> Just so you know, you guys, the only one of her brood that was actually alive during the filming of 90210. That's right.
4: Mm-hmm. I you, had my own little trailer.
1: You did, but before you had your
0: own trailer on the set, you were Bob in the belly. We called you Bob. Call me Bob, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Well, Jason kind of coined that. He named you Bob. I think he was directing an episode and um, he was trying to figure out how the hell to hide Bob, my stomach. (laughs) So, we would always just be like, What are we gonna do with Bob?
4: Should I have gone by Bob? Hi, I'm Bob. That's a cute
1: name. (laughs) And Bob Bob growled all the time during scenes, (laughs) and Bob kicked. Yeah, she
0: was there. You were, I wonder what season it was 1997, so you were in like. The seventh season-ish, seventh or eighth yeah, season. Yeah, so cool.
3: I can't wait to watch that season and see like how you hid your bump. Uh, right. Like what would you wear, like purses or just big
0: bags? Uh-huh.
4: Yeah, big moo-moos, lots
0: of <laughs> hiding behind always clothes racks. stuff. Weren't you always uh-huh. like
1: holding random objects? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'd get her in and get her on the couch as fast as possible.
0: Oh, But that it was uh, worth it. It was hmm. worth every moment of it. But yeah, I remember we had that little trailer set up for you in the back
4: mm-hmm.
0: uh, and you were just a little toddler running around and we had like AstroTurf and a pick white picket fence like area and um, it got real hot one day. So we had to put in sprinklers, mm-hmm. the little misters. Oh,
4: wow. Because again, she has separation anxiety and <laughs> wanted to take me.
0: Oh. Yeah, no, I I couldn't leave. I had to go back. I don't know about you guys, but yeah, when you have a kid and you're working, you have to go back right away to mm-hmm. work. I was back at work one month. And when you were one month old, I think if that, right, it, Tori, you've had that experience going back to work with a baby on your boob, basically.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But it's great when you have a workplace where you can bring them with you and so, it's welcoming. Yeah. And yeah. we were so excited to have you there mm-hmm. on set.
4: Did anybody else You were, else our, have you a were our first baby. Oh, I was the first. I, the first. I think Andrea.
0: Andrea, it's Andrea. Well, Gab-
1: excuse me, excuse me. <laughs> well, Ga- Gab had had a baby, right? Mm, I but it. I don't know. It was different with Luca Bella. She was just, she was ours. Aww,
4: thanks, Tori. I'm Can sad. I call you that still? I can't, of I can't call you that. No. Okay. I'm sad I'm not in the same space as you because I haven't seen you in person since you came to our house during quarantine. and I dropped know. off um, snacks for my mom's birthday. It was like oh. the height of quarantine. Yeah, right. and We were so scared to be
1: close to you because we hadn't seen humans in like two <laughs> months. and i I chucked doritos at her from six feet apart yeah (laughs) and then we quietly looked around and then said can we hug and then we hugged yeah made sure no one was watching i know i miss you i follow you on instagram every day i feel like i'm creepy but (laughs) ditto i'm such a fan
4: of the podcast so i'm so happy to be here yeah you guys listen she
0: listens she's one of our listeners
4: right Mm -hmm. here in the flesh Big fan. I listen while I run. Uh, I live in Manhattan, so I always put you in when I'm walking around. Yeah. It's so lovely. It's like having my mom's plural in my ears.
1: Oh,
2: <laughs> <Aww.
4: laughs>
1: oh my gosh. That is so beautiful. You do, you get her right there every week.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you, since you are a listener, um, wh- how listener many stars questions? do you give us and, and what, what's your opinion? Like, what can we do better?
4: When I first started listening, I called my mom and I said, Mom, I know you have a bad memory because I live with you and you never remember anything, but you got to try hard to remember some juicy gossip because that's all all we want out here is some good gossip. So I said that earlier, but she's been getting better. Nope. <laughs> I just want some juice. I'm like, I want some like, I don't know. Some, like, you want her mo- to spill the J, right? Spicy moments from the past. With both, both you. of you. <laughs> I'm like pulling teeth sometimes. <laughs> you do a good job, Sydney, of getting it out of them. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's fun because I, of course, was so little when they were um, being all hot and famous and going around, and you know, now I get to—I um, feel like live. I know I never asked my mom questions, so I get to kind of live vicariously through the question through um, you asking them questions. Isn't he, Luca? You said were. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> we're, we're no are. longer hot and we're <laughs> no longer famous.
1: So.
4: <laughs> you picked that up.
1: I didn't even pick that up.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I
1: heard nothing else nope. except for that. No. You're so hot, Sorry, I don't care about the famous part. I'm like, I'm not hot anymore. Damn mm-hmm. it. <laughs> Have you watched uh, all the episodes? I
4: was trying to remember. I watched them in middle school and I haven't watched them in a while. So it was fun to watch um, this episode that you guys are going to talk about.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> she's She's nervous to be here, I think. She's like, I don't want to be on the air. Is it called on the air? Do you say that? Yeah. Are we on the air? We say it. I, I feel like I'm on, <laughs> I'm on the air.
1: We still are. Like, we have listeners, viewers. What do we have? What's happening? <laughs> I'll just Listen. sit in and maybe
4: if we can get some more juicy stuff out of them, need together, I can help you pull the teeth.
2: I love that.
1: Oh my gosh, I'm nervous. I'm oh nervous. Geez. I'm going to say something inappropriate in front of like my child. <laughs> <laughs> What's new? Sorry, I'm worried I'm going to say something inappropriate in front of your child. (laughs) Well,
0: so happy, happy week, everybody. We're on to another episode. This is episode 11 of season two, Leading from the Heart. It aired on October 10th, 1991, in case you were wondering.
1: Synopsis, a mutual attraction between Kelly and the Walsh's visiting cousin, Bobby, is complicated more by others' assumptions than by Bobby's wheelchair. Meanwhile, Brenda hesitantly takes another driving test. Directed by Daniel Adias and written by Darren Starr.
0: We had, we had a couple of um, really great co-stars in this episode. We did. Our fave Christina Lee is back. She is back up. Uh, Emily Valentine is back, and you know what? We have her with us uh, today. I think coming mm-hmm. up, she's with in us in minutes. Oh, great! Okay, so she's going to answer all those questions we have for her. What were those questions, store Oh my god, we had so many questions for her. <gasps> no, I'm not going to remember yeah. any of them. No, I'm going to remember <laughs> yeah. all of them. I mean, oh, she's
3: in the waiting room. Do you guys want to yeah, bring her in yeah. right now? Yeah, Let's do, Let's it. do it.
0: Hi. Hi. Hi, <laughs> Hi beautiful. H- how are you? I love that hat.
6: Thank you. It's my security hat. I'm well, thank you. How are you guys?
1: we are good. Thank you. I know you're hard working. So thank you for taking a moment to do this.
0: Yeah, you're, you're on set. You're on location, aren't you? I am. Where are you? Tell us
1: where you are and what you're doing.
6: I'm in Toronto shooting the Chucky TV series.
1: Whoa. I'm so excited. I obsessively am like, not that I don't already stalk your Instagram, but obsessively looking at all the pictures you're posting and... Super excited! Oh my gosh, she with Jennifer Tilly and Lori Petty, and oh my god! Well, Lori Petty's
6: not in the show. Lori, um, oh no, she she was here doing an HBO Max show um, called Station Eleven. Um, but I I met Lori in like 1988, I think. One of my first jobs as a pilot, and she and I were both in it. Um, and so I've known her forever, but I haven't seen her really. I, I haven't gotten to do quality time with her. Really, since then, um, but I got to hang out with her a lot. In fact, I'm in her room right now. She she was here since February. This is her room for, since February, and she left on Monday. And as you can see, there's fresh flowers everywhere. And-
1: <laughs> Looks really nice. <laughs> Beautiful. I'm a huge fan of hers.
6: She's fantastic, and so I just uh, I usurped her whole environment. She left a ton of stuff for me. Flower, all this homey stuff. Like the horrible corporate couch. This stuff is covered with. Fabric you see over there, and there's fresh flowers on every surface. And anyway, so I'm, I'm sort of—I'm <laughs> a faux Lori Petty right now.
1: Wait, can I ask you a question about your hair? Yeah, is your hair really longer or do you put extensions in?
6: No, my hair is not long. My hair—my hair is like this. That's
0: long. Wait, uh, this is this is long hair for you.
6: Well, it's not. Well, it's long. Hold on, either. Like this is.
0: Let your hair down, girl.
6: That's a year of COVID. <laughs> <laughs> look at it. It's
0: That's the longest I've seen your hair in so long. Yes. You almost have a bob. You almost have like an actual bob.
6: Uh, yeah. I could, and I may mm-hmm. uh, actually structure it when I get home again. But because um, my look, my hair length look, was dictated by sort of post um, credits scene I did in Cult of Chucky, um, I had long blonde hair then, so I had to match that color and length. So that's why you see me as you do now. So yeah, that longer hair is a a piece. This is
0: so fun for so many people that there's going to be a Chucky's TV series because so many people loved that movie.
6: There's seven movies.
0: Oh sorry. <laughs> Those movies.
6: The show is going to be insane. I saw um on last Saturday I saw or last Friday I saw the trailer, the official trailer, and I saw most of the first episode and half of the second episode. And um it's, it's so much cooler than I even hoped. Because, you know, there's a, there's a, you know, a suspicion maybe that uh, a brand or a franchise has been around as long as this one has. that Maybe they have you know, ex- explored every Avenue or every idea that could be, you know, how much more can, how much more story can be told. And, um, the answer is a lot because it's going to be funny and dark and modern and unexpectedly, I think, um, New stories to be told for new characters. Old characters have more story to be told, too. So it's really kind of a great mashup of awesomeness.
0: Good for you. That's so exciting. When does
1: it start airing? I'm so
6: excited. It, I don't know the exact date. I am imagining because of the nature of the show that it will be sometime in October because of Halloween. Um, but like with Men Are Two, and o, uh, we did it two years ago. I've known... Don Mancini, who's the creator of Chucky uh, for 30 something years. And Alex Vincent, who's a little boy in the first two. Uh, he was seven when I met him. He's here playing the same character at 40. Um, and so it's like another homecoming. I've don't. i known Jennifer Tilly since the 80s too. Both of us were doing plays at the LA Theater Center downtown LA. Different plays in the same theater at the same time and we shared a dressing room. So I knew Jennifer before either one of us was in the Chucky universe. And so um, it's like, it was like for us, you know, two years ago is coming home to people that I've known for a really long time. So it's a really safe environment and um, really nostalgic for me.
1: So exciting. Oh, my we, gosh. We
0: wanted to have you back on the show because we had we had you on uh, a while back, but your character, Emily Emily Valentine hadn't debuted yet. So now she is out in the open for everyone to adore. And you are so cute on the show. I've forgotten how uh, much I loved your hair and your outfits. <laughs> most of all <laughs> thank
6: you she wasn't much loved though she's she's a, she's I think as much um, aligned as she is loved But
0: right so when you started the show did you know that you were coming on to sort of play a stir did you know that your character was going to be used as as you know that kind of provocateur
6: I did not because as you remember how, have you, you watched them in real time you're watching them like in the sequence where yeah. are you now mm-hmm. what are you on right now
0: we're not in too deep on Emily Valentine. I think you've only been on two episodes so far. Okay. So yeah.
6: I read the first one. I did the I for the first one. I got it. And they were like, okay, great. If it goes well, you could get up to 10 more, but shoot the first one and we'll see how it goes.
4: Mm.
6: And so, and the first one I really liked it because the sort of the moral of the story of the first episode when she shows up is don't judge a book by its cover. Everyone thinks she's a slut and she dresses different. So she's a bad girl. And ultimately she's not, she's a virgin and she's kind of a good kid. And um I liked that because I was that girl in high school too. I I was super punk rock in high school and everybody thought that I was um either stupid or doing drugs or slutty or something, none of which were true. Um, and so I like that. I like the don't judge a book by its cover thing. So I was super upset when they ultimately went with you can judge a book by its cover, you know. Um, and I even tour, I even called your dad as a kind of a story about Jason telling me that I was complaining about the whole um yeah, my desperate valentine stuff which you haven't gotten to yet but i jason did me a disservice and put me on the rare cell phone that existed at that point in time and, put, and had me call your dad to complain about the storyline which is incredible.
1: what wait, wait 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 so it didn't go was, well what happened yeah, wait, we, that combo why go. did he why did he tell you to do that why didn't he call
6: exactly exactly <laughs> i don't know and it wasn't. I guess it wasn't his character that w- that was the uh, was the problem. So he's like, "Oh, let's call Aaron here. Here's the ding ding ding." He's put the, the phone in my oh, face, and I'm like, "Hello, no. no, can I speak to Aaron Spelling, please?" are like, "Who's calling?" <laughs> I'm Christina Lee, and your dad took the call. He took the call, which is outrageous for a guest star on a show to call somebody of the stature of Aaron Spelling to complain about the writing. <laughs> Oh, yeah. outrageous and he was super <laughs> super generous to me and he said don't worry we're gonna redeem her and I said okay okay he's like yeah and then we're gonna give you a spin-off and I was like um what he's like yeah I'm gonna mm-hmm. do a spin-off and I said I don't know what's happening right now <laughs> and he said have I ever lied to you and I said I've never spoken to you before you've never had the opportunity to lie to me before because mm-hmm. I'm just an Mm -hmm. asshole all the time, apparently. (laughs) And and he was like, uh, no, really. I was like, okay, bye. And then (laughs) he did. Emily Valentine was the original spinoff character for, um, Melrose Place.
2: Wait, what? How did,
6: did, Emily Valentine was the original spinoff character for Melrose Place. I took meetings with Darren, uh, with Darren, uh, star and Duke Vincent and your dad and they were like, and you know obviously all the other powers that were um and they were like here's the deal you know Emily's gonna move into this building and here's the other characters and what do you think I was like that sounds great to me um and then they offered me money that wasn't super fun the money was really bad actually (laughs) really 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 like crazy bad And for me, I was like, well, everyone thinks I got the job on 90210 because of Jason, which I I met Jason on 90210, so he had nothing to do with me getting that job. Um, But I had this vision of, like, if I did Melrose Place, that I was sort of selling my soul to forever be considered uh, the spawn of Jason, really, you know? And (laughs) I could envision that every, like, Emmy show or whatever, like, Christine from Melrose Place and Jason from the will present the best actor thing, and that I would be forever tied to him in a way that would illegitimize me. And I, as an actress that was a self-supporting, you know, individual. And um, and I felt like I should be paid a lot of money to make that compromise in my life. And I said no. And then they created the Jake character and Grant Show did it. Wow. So I
1: wonder yeah. if like Emily Valentine was inspiration for like the Joe character. She was kind of alternative. No, I
6: think all those characters existed uh, with me. That, that that universe already was. And I kind of, in all fairness too, I'll tell you the truth. I felt sort of like I was in a power seat because it was really late in the season. And I was like, they I'm the only spinoff character they have. There's nobody else they can spin off. I have a, I have a like a power place. I can like stand here and demand more money. How can they create a new character like in two episodes and spin that person off? Which they did. You know, they, you know, Jake was out on the show for like what two episodes, wow. and they spun him off, which is insane. Hot
1: damn! I have chills. Emily Valentine on Melrose Place would have been iconic. Yeah. Not to rub it in, like you, you should have been paid well. But I'm just saying, like. That would have been so good.
6: It, it, it don't, it's not rubbing it in. It's not, it's not a thing I regret. I, I told you why I had took a position I did. And um, I don't regret that at all. I was working and your dad kept hiring me. Your dad, your dad is like um, Carol O'Connor for me uh, in the, in the, in my early acting world. They were both like, like uh, godparents to me. They were both super, they, they both tolerated my my being sort of, Inappropriate, like calling and complaining about writing. They both tolerated my foul mouth. I would swear in front of them both. I'd call your dad Aaron. I called Carol Carol, which everyone mm. else called your dad Mr. Right. And um, and they called Carol Mr. O'Connor. And I'm like, Carol, Aaron! Ah! And both of them understood that it wasn't disrespect. And they both seemed to, they were both really generous to me and really kind to me. And I have nothing but very, very warm thoughts about both of them because of it
1: my dad loved you, but I just can't get past Melrose Place. Oh, it would have been so good. I was like outside of being like, <laughs> like in the whole world of it. Like I was also a really big fan of Melrose Place though.
6: So. And, I, and I wasn't really like, that's not my kind of TV. So, you know, ha- right. you know, I'm happy to get work when I can get work. But what I always say about uh, one of the greatest misconceptions about actors is that their resume necessarily reflects their taste in uh, in cinema or in television which it doesn't it reflects the jobs you were offered you know it doesn't re- I, I'm not like Kate Blanchett I can't I can't pick my projects based on my taste in things and most actors can't so there's a lot of stuff in my resume that I really really love and there's a lot of stuff in my resume that I wouldn't have watched if I wasn't in it and a lot of stuff in my resume that I still haven't seen <laughs> a lot of stuff I've done and I haven't even
1: seen. <laughs> so, why do people think that you got the job because of Jason like i if I were just a fan, I would have assumed, oh, my God, they met on set and fell in love.
6: Well, you know, the Internet, I think, has revealed to all of us that people are really, really, really mean and not necessarily particularly imaginative or clever. So, yeah, it's just easy to it's also I just watched this documentary called That Changes Everything about women in LA, in Hollywood and women directors and, and the, how much, the percentage of the pie, whether it's directing pie or producing pie or acting pie, how, even in cartoons, even in Disney movies animation how how little female representation there is and how much more male so there is so I mean it's a male-dominated world and it's certainly a male-dominated industry and so and women are sort of uh, written off as uh, you know and so I think it's easy to write a girl like me a little unknown girl that's like it that looks like a little you know scamp um how could I have any kind of power it must have come from Jason. Hmm which is just a sexist thing. It's a sexist reality yeah. that we live in, right?
1: Wait, mm-hmm. did you guys, like we were talking about this when we watched your first episode and we like we knew you guys as a couple once you guys met and fell in love in person. You guys were always so great together. But Jen and I were saying when, as viewers watching that first episode, sorry, my glasses are broken, um, that we couldn't see the chemistry. Well,
6: the chemistry as far as, I mean, as far as the two, two of us as human beings
1: the characters, I think characters
6: Emily like sometimes you can
1: watch it and be like, oh, I know that these two were together off camera. Like you could see it even like well, if they're not playing romantic but, but, but we partners I was on was living screen. with
6: somebody else at the time. I, what? Yeah. When you
1: first started.
6: I, yeah, I was living with somebody else for who is, again, still my friend, much as Jason is. Um, yeah, I was living with somebody else named Jamie who has a great uh crepe truck in L.A. Black flower do. he and his wife do a, a, a crepe truck in L.A.
3: Ooh, I love I like crepes. crepes.:
6: And he, she's Parisian and he lived in Paris forever, and they got three French kids. They're in Paris right now. but uh, they had the food trucks in L.A. Um, yeah, I was living with somebody else, so you wouldn't have gotten any behind-the-scenes chemistry with him because there wasn't mm-hmm. any. yet.
1: Wow. Was yeah. Jason still with Robin? No when you guys met? when did it kind of cross over to off camera
6: way later way later like after After euphoria yes Mm.
1: this part we didn't know yeah we couldn't remember
6: so yeah jamie and i broke up during the course of the show early episodes and then yeah and then inappropriately quickly i became a couple with jason it happened very fast and uh very fast, like two weeks later, I was like, "Oh, breakup! Oh, no, new boyfriend!" Like, bam! It's very fast, but yeah.
1: Did you have reservations about dating your co-star?
6: No, because I wasn't going to be on the show for very long. It's like I'm a guest star. I, you know, I, I I might not have done such a thing if we, if we were cast as series regulars. And um, I thought we'd have ten years of working together. I might not have done it then, but I wasn't. That wasn't part of what my future was going to be. You know. And also, you know, um, you, you, what are you going to do? You, you fall in love with who you fall in love with. So when I was 26, 25, 26 years old, so like, you know, I'm not going to question it. I'm just going to do it.
1: Yep. True. I'm
6: glad I did. It was great. It was awesome. And and what I got from that is that Jason's still a great friend. His wife's one, one of my best friends. They are they're my family. I, they recently moved, which is a huge dagger in my heart. Um, it's going to leave a big. I'm, I, I, they they left L.A. once I once I was already here in Toronto, so I haven't had to live in L.A. in the absence of those people. Um, but that's going to suck for me because they're they are they're my family. They're my holidays. They're my mm. Christmas, my Thanksgiving, and my. That's they're my family. So it's tough. That's a tough loss. You're just well,
0: gonna you have to You can come go to Nashville. Nashville. Yeah, you can come to our Thanksgiving dinner.
6: Thank you. We'll we'll adopt (laughs) you into
0: our families. Thank you. Have you always had short hair? Because I've seen pictures of you when you were younger and you had beautiful short hair then too.
6: No, I had long dark hair. I had this Betty Page thing for like a decade. And apparently I was totally invisible with it because nobody remembers it. But it was like... 10 years and not that like from 2003 to 2013 or something I had this bit, you know auburn hair long with the bangs um and everyone's like I like you better with short blonde hair but you guys know you, whatever you do with your hair some fucker has to tell you that like the other one was better whatever you have now, <laughs> wrong one. yeah you know?
0: always build you up build you up your confidence people it's so say, true like
6: you're unsolicited opinion thing
0: you're so great about that like you're so strong you're such a strong lady and I love it when you clap back at the haters on Instagram and just anywhere in general I mean because you don't let people take advantage of you or you stand up for what you think is right and I've always respected that about you
6: thank you that's kind thank you I have nothing to lose you know I have, I have like what 80,000 followers or something that I don't have some like social media empire to protect I'm I'm just like me posting, like, here's my dog's birthday picture. You know, (laughs) so people are like, you, you, you know, you just earned yourself an unfollow. It's like, you are. Oh,
0: that's a good one. If
6: I was, you know, Selena Gomez, even then though, we've got like some 500 million person following. Why are you pandering to people who are mean? So, I, don't, I just don't think cruelty should be rewarded with anything but uh, being ignored.
1: Do you? Do you guys do this when someone says like something mean and says I'm going to unfollow you? I just block them.
6: I sometimes write Bye, Felicia, or I say okay. <laughs> or I'm just, oh my god, please don't leave. I was just bragging to my friends that you were my follower, like things, <laughs> or like is this you, mom? That like, you know. Uh, but yeah, then I blocked
0: so if we could just talk, get back to 90210 for a second before we leave you, we just wanted to kind of talk to you about like, what was your, we had you on before. I'm not even sure if we asked you this question before, but for those people that didn't listen to it, um, what was your like first um, day on the set? Like what was your first experience with, because you came in and you were an outsider. Did you feel like an outsider? Did you feel included? How did it go down? Um,
6: At the time, certainly then, and and very much I was a professional guest star. So that's your job is to be the new kid in the school. Like every set you go on is scary and everyone knows each other and you don't know anyone or where the craft service table is or who the crazy person is. Or, you know, you're just like a new kid in the school always so that you learn to, you know, just navigate as best you can and like, and keep your self-esteem as much intact as you can in these totally foreign environments just try to do your job right Mm -hmm. show up and stand on your mark and say your words and hopefully say them convincingly um and that was sort of how I entered that show even though that was the most high profile show I'd ever done like you guys were a phenomenon at that point like mall riots had already happened for Luke and Jason and so it was a different um level of thing to walk into so it was super intimidating and i, I think i told you guys before uh that uh paul, paul wagner the showrunner
0: mm-hmm.
6: uh sat me down and said hey welcome to the show um the guys are going to be great i can't make any promises about the girls mm-hmm. and, uh, so have fun
0: geez <laughs> oh. so helpful
6: <laughs> that's also scary right like so um <laughs> But, yeah, you know, that's
0: worse. That makes it worse, almost.
6: Yeah, like, but, I, but most of my work was with Luke and Jason in the first episodes. That and mm-hmm. and so uh, I don't remember which day was the first day. Pardon me, wants to say it's actually my introduction scene on the motorcycle where I talk to Luke. That may or may not be true. I don't remember, but my my fake memory tells me that was the first day. Um, Luke, what I, if you read interviews that I gave? that year. I was saying then, and I will repeat now that he was the kindest person I've ever met on a first day on a set ever. He was really, really generous to me. He sat with me at lunch. Like he made sure I knew where the food was and he sat with me while I ate it. He was just an incredible gentleman and people who aren't actors can't understand how huge that is for somebody, a regular on a show to take a, a single episode at that point guest star under their wing and be that kind and generous, is unheard of, let alone somebody who was at the, like Elvis Presley famous, like Luke was at that point in time, mm-hmm. for him to take time out of his day, to be nice to this little girl who's going to go away in five days and is never going to see her again is, is spectacular. And that's what he did.
0: Yeah. We hear that all the time from across the board from all the guest stars that we've talked to that he was so kind. And I mean, Tori and I can definitely relate and know how kind he was to everybody just all the time. So I'm glad he was, I ho- I hope we were kind to you.
6: <laughs> you guys, you know what, well, here's the deal. So the first episode, uh, and I say this too, I sort of, I used to have a less, a less nuanced uh, response to like, was Shannon Doria a bitch? Like, uh, which everybody has to ask that question. Like an interesting <laughs> question, which it is not. Um, <laughs> And my answer has evolved to this is the real truth of it. No, nobody was a bitch. You guys weren't bitches. You guys were famous and distracted and, and, and had lives. And like that you were, I was invisible to you. And that's totally fair. I've been a, on a show where somebody coming in for do three lines or whatever. I, I, didn't go out of my way to be particularly gracious to that person. You know, like it's just work. You don't go, you don't get a job to go and make a 10 new best friends. You go there, like I said, stand on a mark and say some words and then go home. And so nobody was overtly mean to me. Everybody was indifferent to me. But when you're, when you're feeling as insecure as you do with this new kid in school thing, which I was literally and figuratively on that show, um, indifference feels like hostility. You know, because you're so insecure and everyone everyone is the center of their own universe. You're like, oh, my God, there's Tori Spelling. And she walks by and I go, oh, she didn't even say hi. She must hate me. It's like well, she doesn't even know who you are. She doesn't even know who you are. So and which is fair. I knew
1: who you were. I was scared of you. I told Not you. the
6: that. first episode you were. And But anyway.
1: <laughs> I was scared of you. She was. She was scared. I am I was scared of my own shadow back then. I just was like kind of like trying. The same reaction you're saying that you had is how I felt at first as well. Like, you know, and I was supposed to, you know, I was a regular, like it, it was, it was hard and you fit in as best you can. And I saw you as a strong, I, you know, have gotten better in life, but I've definitely not been an alpha female. So anytime I am around an alpha female, I suddenly feel stupid. I feel insignificant. I feel, and so my version of acting out is kind of just being quiet and just like going about my business and smiling and so we've talked since then and obviously we're good friends now. And it's like, I wish I had had the voice back then to even like get to know you. Cause I would have loved you then.
6: Yeah, you would have. Cause I was awesome. But I know. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But you know, imagine being me. So now you may identify or care. You might just describe me as an alpha. I don't, I wouldn't call myself alpha. I don't know what I would call. I don't consider myself alpha. I pretend, but I'm not. I'm still a house of cards <laughs> beside, like everybody else. Right. So um, I guess I
1: say strong females are like alphas. I guess not an alpha. Alpha is the wrong word. What's the word I'm looking for? Like strong, independent.
0: Mm-hmm. Outspoken. Mm-hmm.
6: But imagine being like the new kid in school and having to do that. I don't sing. And then maybe record that horrible, those songs. And, you know, none of us sang in that breaking up right. song.
0: Wait, okay. So that wasn't you singing because we were so curious so, well, because it sounded like you.
6: I sang the Janice Joplin song, which isn't, doesn't exist anymore. But that breaking up, I had to sing Mercedes Benz in right. the pod in front of you. Two of you and Shannon, mm-hmm. and I had to sit there and pretend to play guitar, which I don't do. So they had to frame like above the guitar because I don't play guitar. I don't sing. And I had to sing <laughs> that. That is my voice, actually. That's a cappella me, which I recorded in the studio and they played it over loudspeakers. So the whole crew and all the extras, everybody's <laughs> hearing me sing. And I had to lip sync to myself, to you guys, <laughs> for you three, who are the three most famous teenage girls in, a, in the world. <laughs> and I'm like, oh Lord, what would you buy me? Your <laughs> mercy. Oh my God. I mean, you don't remember, but I was literally crying in between. Oh, takes. I feel they so go, bad. Cut. They go cut, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> action, <laughs> oh, Mercedes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I'm so glad that's cut. From, I'm so glad they couldn't get the rights to that or afford the rights, and it's not in the DVD. It either.
1: sounded good, but so why didn't they use your voice for the main song? That is the song that actually sounded like you.
6: It's not me. It's not you either, by the way. The same girl no, saying all the parts. Um, you guys are the trio in the background. It's her doing that. Yeah. Like, triple fold. It's her. And if you listen really carefully to the the breaking up song occasionally they loop in my voice to it
2: Mm -hmm.
6: anywhere that sounds a little bit sour or off key that's you
1: (laughs) so they did record you in the studio yes
6: i knew i
0: could tell that there were some of you in there like seasoned in there
6: it is it is it's all the it's like it's like a bad piece of garlic in a beautiful
0: (laughs) that's not true (laughs) come on we love garlic (laughs) you
1: love garlic
6: I like garlic too, but nobody wants burned garlic and that's what I was in that
1: song. We had so many questions for you when your character first appeared. Like all we did was say, "Oh my gosh, we have to ask Christine this. We have to ask Christine this." And and now we don't remember. That was one of them, but and we also remember? Wanted,
0: we also wanted to ask her about kissing Luke and kissing Jason in the same episode in the same spot, the same out <gasps> overlook, right? The makeout spot that you guys oh, yeah. they, they took you to.
6: The assembly line makeout. Yes. Uh-huh.
0: So was that that was probably okay. filmed both in the same night yeah so it was like luke was in the chair <laughs> yep. and then they took him out and put jason in the chair yep.
1: oh my god <laughs> you lucky yep. bitch yep.
6: which made me uh that's why every little girl in america hated my guts for to this day you know <laughs> that that talk about an embarrassment to riches right like oh my god <laughs> yeah i'm the guest star no one's heard of and i'm making out with dylan and brandon it, crazy it was that's... scary and um I'll tell you what like I'm not a, I, I personally find actual kissing like French kissing on camera I think that's vulgar I never like to see it unless it's like a, a really important to a story that, that like we see the graphicness of somebody's of the sexual nature of some interaction
0: you're talking I, about like tongue
6: yes I am <laughs> not, I don't want anybody's tongue in my mouth um and they were both gentlemen and did not. What's super gross is that later on when Jason and I were actually a couple, we <laughs> really were kissing really, because why not, he's, I lived with him, or was, <laughs> you know, he's my boyfriend. It's so gross, it's so vulgar. I look and I, can't, I just, it's like, oh my God, oh my God, how can anybody watch that? It's so disgusting. Why, just, why
0: did you think that? You, it was real, it was like a real affection.
6: It's vulgar. It, we weren't...
1: <laughs> you we weren't, you were, like, naked. I love that you're calling something vulgar. I've never heard you call anything vulgar. <laughs> really? Trust I yeah. no. don't know
0: you're such a prude when it comes to, like, you know, making out
1: on TV. Were you supposed to kiss Steve in the episode yes. as well? What? Yeah. And what happened?
6: I thought that was too much. I thought that was uh, contrary to the story of the Don't Judge a Book It's Covered thing. Like, why is this virgin making out right. with everybody on the fucking show? Yeah, and I went to Dan Addius, who directed that episode, and said, "Dan, I'm super bummed. That, like, you feel like this is this is contrary to the the legend we've the vote we put on this. That's like, and then the last scene that she's making out with Steve. Dan Adius had already uh, had that thought and had that change, so I didn't have to call your dad and complain about it. <laughs> uh,
1: I'm sure Iron was bummed out. Maybe just <laughs> maybe you don't like blondes then. Yeah. Huh? Because you kissed Jason, you kissed Luke. Maybe you had it. You were like, "Yeah, nah, I don't like blondes, so I'm not going to kiss Steve."
6: And then I was supposed to make out with Shannon. Come on,
1: <laughs> no. Oh, you oh my God, I believe, I believe you. you. <laughs> so good. We're, you should be that an, been, an That right. would have been hot.
0: <sighs> oh, Christine, we love talking. To you. We could night. talk to you forever, but uh, we we were told you only had 15 minutes, and I think we've gone past it. Oh my goodness.
6: <laughs> no, I know I'm picking up all your nights. So. Ah. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm here in Toronto, though, so uh, if you think of the questions you want to ask, feel free to invite me back. You know I'll answer them, you know, I'll answer them and I'll answer them. We honestly.
0: love it. You always answer our texts, and you're so great to us, so thank you.
6: Thank you. We
0: love you. Love we you love too. you, lady. Have fun.
6: Thanks for having me. Good luck. Uh, watch Chucky when it comes out. It's going to be great.
0: Everybody's going to watch Chucky. Yeah,
1: everyone's about? so excited. The internet's blown up about it. Everyone's so excited.
6: Where is Checking gonna air? Is it gonna be
3: streaming network?
6: Sci-fi and USA, Sci-fi network and USA, so two networks uh, simultaneously. I think they're airing like first episode, I think the same night on each, which is uh, unusual. It is two networks, but it is hmm.
1: so cool. That is super cool. Keep
0: an eye out for it, everybody.
6: Do
1: Christine, we love you. Love you. Have a great night.
6: You too. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.
1: Can we just like have her on every episode and just ask her memories.
0: Mm-hmm. She's got good memories, right? Oh,
1: god, she's got good stories.
3: It's interesting what she said about the vulgarness with using tongue. Cuz as a viewer when you see that, it almost it makes it seem so real.
0: I don't You know what? I'm going to side with Christine. I don't need to see that. <laughs> Nobody needs to because see it's that. Because you. I, not even my tongue. I, I, I don't want to see my tongue, but I don't want to see other people's tongues going in other people's mouth. It's like a little too intimate. I
3: felt like that was all you saw in 9 to and 0. Luca's There's agreeing a with tongue. me and I
0: really appreciate that.
4: Yeah, we were watching and I was like, Mom, and then you're making out with the cousin? What's happening? <laughs> and she's like,
1: Kelly was making out with the cousin. I'm like, Mom, why wasn't are you me. doing that? <laughs> Mom, why are you doing that? It wasn't me. It wasn't me. I think. Like, when I watch TV or movies, if it's a super hot couple, like, I don't know, probably, like, when I saw, like, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie, like, I wasn't mad if I saw Tongue. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, I don't know. But you're right. Also, yeah, you have you seen hear. teen shows
4: now? It's like, I'm thinking I was very gentle with its vulgarity back in the day. Why? Do you think they're worse now? Yes. I'm so sad for my sisters my sisters are 13 and 18 or they're not anymore whoa 14, 14 and, 18. and 18 you're good chat good like are you and talking about really topics graphic. or do you just like teen graphic. shows nowadays are very content
0: just the content yeah. the the storylines the what they do that's what we, we've <laughs> talked about this on the podcast before like about show. How yeah young uh, adult television is really pushing the envelope out there people
4: lots of tongue
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: wow don't watch other shows on Netflix. Or as Christine calls it, <laughs> French
0: kissing. It's <laughs> <laughs> old-fashioned.
1: I know. It was adorable. I like when she gets prude and, and talks know, like that. It's in a whole new side of her. We didn't see. Yeah, I love it.
4: When did you guys know that um, they were dating? Or was that, like, something that was known by everyone? Or it was more like a secret? Why didn't you ask
1: that question? Why didn't you ask her? Why are you asking I know, us? I felt- Damn it, you're our co-host today. You That's, a you you That's a great
4: question. That's a good question. It was like a big reveal. You know it was like you saw them like holding it hands. It was kind of
0: just like a slow roll into it. Like it, we all like eased into it. I feel like we saw it coming. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So it wasn't shocking. And they they seemed great together.
1: I can't remember. I just remember they were just together. Yeah, it just like, was.
0: It
1: just was. I wonder, Yeah. I wonder if we were, like, secretly, like, you know how girls do, gossiping. Like, oh, do you think they're together? Do you think he likes her? Does she like him?
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sish, do we need to take a break? We do.
2: I need we to take a did break. a break,
3: like, 20 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys.
0: <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> hey, everyone. So, as you can imagine, we know a thing or two
1: Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash 90210. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash
0: 90210 for 10% off your first order. Is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does? My mom is my best friend, my rock. I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's Day.
1: This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. And since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets.
0: I love that Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano, you guys.
1: Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to your mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma.
0: Go to books.com and use promo code 90210 for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code 90210, books.com, promo code 90210.
1: Want to temporarily restore definition in your jawline where it's been lost over time? With Juvederm Volux. XC, you can get a non-surgical jawline treatment that adds volume for a smooth contour and to reduce the appearance of jowls in one in-office treatment with little downtime. Juvederm Volux XC injectable gel is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com
0: slash 90210 for free shipping on your order and 365 day
5: returns.
1: That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash 90210 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash 90210.
2: Okay,
0: you guys. That was amazing, but we now need to definitely dive into leading from the heart, episode eleven. Um, what did you guys think of it?
1: I didn't love this episode, why? But I liked it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I thought Gordon Curry, who was um, adorable, who played Bobby, um, and I loved your like. I loved your storyline with him. Yeah, it
0: was Adela Field for sure.
1: Yeah. It was it was good. It, was, it showed a vulnerable side to Kelly, and I liked that, seeing that and seeing her with him and loved seeing you on a horse, you know.
0: You love me on a oh, horse, yeah. don't you?
1: I do. I do. Give <laughs> me all the feels. We did that. It was fun. It was a
3: good moment and a good lesson, I feel, for kids who are watching to
0: mm-hmm.
3: not necessarily rule somebody out because they're in a wheelchair or they can't. Do something that you can do.
0: It's so, so hard to navigate that conversation, though. Yeah. And I think that the show kind of opened that up a little bit. hopefully people did take away that from it. But, yeah, it's so hard to sort of, you don't know what to say and how, to, how what should you say, what should you not say. And, and I think Kelly was really not, she'd never had an encounter like that before. So, but, it, yeah, it was sweet. And it was, I kind of felt like it was a glimpse into future 90210 land where, there's a new guy every episode, kind of a thing. <laughs> or, you know, like a new boy comes into town, and one of us is dating him. Did he? Did he ever come back? No, never. What? Bo, Cousin Bobby left and never called. <laughs> I gave him my number and everything.
1: Did you? <laughs> no. no. Um, did. He was really cute in real life. Um, I remember him being a really good friend of Jason's. They had, they already knew each other. Did Jason maybe recommend him for the job or something, maybe? I don't know. They were really, I feel like, I don't want to speak out of school, but I feel like Jason was like, I have a great buddy, Canadian actor for this job, and he recommended him. Mm -hmm. You know, he didn't get him the job, but recommended they look at his his reel and and see and cast him. Mm -hmm. That was what I remember. I don't know. But I thought I remember Jason saying, oh, he's going to be coming back. He's going to be recurring, but that never happens.
0: I thought that I was curious as to why Jim and Cindy, but I like to call them, uh, wait, James and Candy. What was, I don't know
2: their names. <laughs> yeah, Connie.
0: Yeah. Uh, Jim and Cindy she were so kind of like uh, out of sorts about him coming. They thought he was moving in with them. And I couldn't really read like why they were so upset or concerned about Bobby visiting and potentially moving to California.
3: Because they would have to figure out how he can be able to navigate through the house. I think, right? They'd have to like if he lived there, he wouldn't be able to ever go upstairs. Or they would have to figure out that out.
0: They'd have to add on, yeah. At, yeah. at a lift, mm-hmm. I just also too felt like because when Cindy was having that heart to heart in bed, which Luca pointed out, she was like, "Do you and Dave sit in bed and talk about us like they sit in bed and talk about their kids?" <laughs> I got
4: paranoid. I was like, "What are you guys talking about?" All me? TV parents in the
1: '90s did that. <laughs> it only happens on TV. <laughs> that is so. That is such a valid point. Parents always talk in bed. On TV, never in real life. But I never just, knew like, that till I became a parent. Out. I always assumed that was the case. Mm. So true.
0: I think I talk about you guys in bed sometimes.
1: Sitting straight up, sitting like, straight
3: yeah, up. It was so yeah, like but not a up behind me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's more
3: like pillow talk, kind of just like yeah, I back and I
0: forth. I just felt like maybe it was she was feeling super guilty about it, like because she kind of admitted that she felt guilty about thinking that she was glad that wasn't Brandon that had had that accident. Mm. And I could I could relate as, you know, that's a very human reaction for her to have. So maybe that was sort of flavoring the whole being worried about him coming.
3: Was this Jason's first crying scene?
0: You know what? It, I felt like it might have been because— mm-hmm. I I was trying to think, like I was like, whoa, he's pulling out the acting chops. Let's go! And he, yeah, and, I, and he got me. He got I teared up. You guys, did you? <gasps> you did. Yep. Totally. I wrote it down. Brandon moved me to tear up when he talks about cousin Bobby. Good acting, <gasps> or maybe it was the muscle relaxer I had took earlier. I don't know. Your eyes get dry
1: all the time, and you tear up. <laughs> didn't do up it now. for me. You didn't.
0: No, you didn't. Mm-mm. And I'm a crier. You I just are. I didn't believe him. You you are you are a sucker for those storylines too.
3: I know, I know. I didn't believe it. I didn't believe him. I was like, I thought it was not great. Maybe he'll get better in another scene.
0: Yeah. Well, you got me. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I also noticed that whenever Kelly gets um, emotional or like starts talking about something serious, her nostrils flare. Did you guys
1: a little bit like, but I'm a no- you look so nose you're actor. the best crier on TV, like, you look beautiful crying. Not many people no, look good crying. I'm not talking about yeah, crying, cry. I'm talking about the
0: nostrils. What, why did not someone not, not tell me stop doing that because that's kind of like a reflex? Like, like, it's whenever
1: you would get mad or emotional, yeah. The nose flares when the
0: nose flares, you know, something's about to go down, yeah. It was good though. Like, do you do it now? I'm doing it right now
1: you can't see <laughs> can you see I've never noticed in real life only on screen look at her nostrils flare when she's upset isn't the word nostrils weird
0: so. just yeah it is we just keep saying it nostrils <laughs> nostrils Luca does she and the other thing okay well I love the horseback riding thing <laughs> that was random <laughs> they look so it looks like really a lot of fun to go riding a horse <laughs> in the beautiful, middle of the episode. yeah right I could tell Luke was very happy on a, on the back of a horse, very content. And Jason was not, he didn't, he wasn't convincing as a bad rider. Cause I was thinking he must be a good horseback rider because he, didn't he do a Western? Was it, was the Western after this? Oh, you're right. It was after this. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he didn't know how to ride yet.
1: Maybe he did. He's a sports guy. I'm sure. And ride through the Canadian mountains. Is that a thing?
0: I don't know. Yeah, they got mountains in Canada.
1: Yeah. Okay. I don't know. He does everything else.
0: Yeah, well, I would assume. He's very sporty. Um, Yes. And what about the party? Did you guys enjoy? uh, Well, first, let's go back. Really cuteness overload when David asked Donna out.
1: Oh, my God. It was so cute. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. I thought we were going to skip that part. Oh, no. We almost made it. We almost made it. I don't
0: know. I don't know it was cute why why would you want to skip it that is the beginning know. that's the little seed in the in the soil of the story it really is mm-hmm. she says no she says they're just friends I like, we're just friends yeah but I can tell because then she goes to Brenda and says Brenda can I bring David <laughs> mm-hmm. and she says no
1: It's <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like <"Mm-mm>, no, no.
0: <laughs> but there's too many people you can't bring them
1: That's so sad. I mean, you do feel that way in school. Like if you ever liked somebody and they weren't cool or your friends weren't into them, you were like, oh, I guess I can't really like them. And you convince yourself you don't. But that's such an honest
3: response from someone like Brenda, because you would do that. You'd be like, oh, there's no, there's not enough
1: room. You can't. It's too much. I will. uh, Sorry, I'm going to say something that's going to gross my best friend out right now. But uh, I'll never personally forget this episode, because there is a scene I was supposed to be in, but I can't remember what it was that I had to be written out of because I got my first bladder infection. (laughs) A UTI as a young girl, and we were on set, and it was so bad, and I was crying so hard. That I had to leave to go to urgent care and they had to write me out of the scene. Maybe it was the
0: scene when they the gang arrives to the house. They're all together. And and it's outside when we're picking up the wheelchair and taking it up. Because you're not in that scene. And then you hear Brenda say, Donna, hurry up. And then in the next shot, you're walking through the door with them. So they had to like add that line.
1: Because we were I just remember sitting outside. We were on a like we're sitting outside on a big blanket, and I literally was like, I can't film. And I was so embarrassed because I was like, oh my God. This is the moment I always feared. Being the producer's daughter, I never want to be late. I never want to like not be able to work. And I was in so much pain that I had to go. I had to go. That explains it. How Which awful. yeah, aligns aligns with my first time a little bit. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Anywho, let's move on. Okay, David and Donna, <laughs> did you guys see the boom at all? Because I did. Boom count. Did oh, you
0: see it this cow? week? Oh. We needed like a tally on the on the on our screens. T- How many did you see? I saw it twice. Wow. Yep. What was happening with the boom guy? I, uh, Robo was sleeping on the job. I don't know. It's really hard to hold your arms up like this, holding a rod. A boom, the, the microphone is on a long stick thing. And it's really long, and they can they follow around the actors like oh my, I didn't shave my underarms? Don't look. Um, <laughs> they follow <laughs> they look the, great. I'm the watching. The I'm watching. <laughs> they follow the actors around, and it's, it's heavy. And he must got kind of get a little tired sometimes, and just kind of drops it down like that.
3: Does that job still exist, or
1: is it like all mechanical now?
0: I think that I think there's still boom guys, boom operators.
1: Yeah, yeah for sure. I mean more. The mics are better now. So a lot of times, but I think sometimes they're still right. Yeah. But that's a job when we were young, like we took for granted because we never got it. You know, and we'd just be messing up and like laughing. Yeah, and here and Robo he's is still like, standing there oh probably thinking like oh, please yeah. get the scene. My arms are killing me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. If this were that type of show, because remember we always would hear that in college people would have like parties and watch Ninoswino if they were of the drinking age. I always say it. Sorry. You sound 100 years right. old when you say that, by the way. <laughs> the I am. Drinking quiet. Age. So, and they would be like, oh, whenever, you know, for instance, I'm sure they were like, if Kelly flares her nostrils, take a shot. <laughs> oh you know, my God. if Brenda is a bitch, take a shot. Uh, I used to hear, when Donna would, wears a belly shirt, how we take a be shot. watching the show. Yes. Yeah, so every what time you doing? see a boom, you have to take a okay, shot. Okay, I'm in. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> I have a question for Tori. Ooh, nice. Um, You know how Christine was saying,
4: you know how Christine said that she would go and and if she wasn't loving the storyline, make some suggestions or call um, your dad. Did you ever make any requests or, hey, maybe I should date
1: (laughs) Brian's character? (laughs) (laughs) I was once like I was on the show. I didn't. We never talked like. Again, like, I would help him before the show, like, with casting suggestions. But, like, once I was, like, in it, I was like, okay, we have to, like, disconnect because I don't want people to think I'm, like, getting better treatment because it's my dad. So Mm -hmm. we never would talk about it. So, no, except, and I've told them this, at one point I went to him and I was like, everyone's scared for Donna to lose her virginity. Like, it's enough now. Like, she needs to lose it. (laughs) And he's like, all right. But, um. Other than that, no. Did you ever make any asks or requests for Kelly?
0: Uh, I can only remember off the top of my head requesting to not work with somebody. <laughs> but uh, but never, I don't think I, they, they had so many amazing twists and turns for storylines for Kelly that I didn't have any reason to add more to that.
1: Yeah, there were so many twists for <laughs> your character. Yeah. And I think up until a certain point, we didn't. Feel entitled to be able to do that, right? Like any of us. Well, maybe we don't know. Maybe, oh, maybe some people were. You were never like that. Mm-hmm. I, I was never like that. But uh, I was like, it was great. Like
0: here's my lines do my job, go home. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: And you guys never directed an episode, or did you once? Yeah,
0: we both did. Not together. Later, separately. Early on? Later, later, much later. I don't even know. Season eight?
3: So would that give you full say in what would happen in that episode then?
1: Or was it already written? It was written. It was written. Mm-hmm. You could like give feedback mm-hmm. if you or suggestions. <laughs> but yeah, it was written already. And I don't think we even got to pick which one we directed. It was like, okay, now here's a slot. Here's your episode. Go. Yeah, we slot. weren't like, hey, I want to, yeah, direct this storyline. Like that didn't happen.
0: Wait, can we talk about um, the guy at the party that Kelly goes to dance with? Yeah,
1: rude.
0: You think Kelly was rude to to go a dance with him? Well, she asked him yeah. if it was okay, and he was like, "Sure, go ahead." But he didn't really mean it. Yeah. But the, the asking it. him to hold her purse was a little mm. over the top. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's not. That doesn't look good.
1: <laughs> it was the guy with long hair, right? Okay, the guy tall. It's his party, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm.
0: first of all, there was no alcohol there, which I totally did not believe, uh, because what teenager throws a party and there's no alcohol? Um, Hopefully there are some out there. Uh, I'd like to hold hope. But um, he's so tall and has long blonde hair. And, and he, the minute he came on the screen, I was like, oh, is that my first husband? He looks
1: exactly okay, I like I didn't want to be husband. rude. I thought it was Dan. Like you did. When I first rewatched it back. Swear to God.
0: And he kind of acted like him, too. Like all kind of. Isn't
1: that crazy?
0: Swaggy. Yeah. It was weird. <laughs> did you say
1: waggy? I said swaggy. <laughs> i was like what's waggy tell me
0: (laughs) but that was weird if you guys don't know my first husband looked like he had long blonde hair and he looked just like that guy just wanted to tell you all that
1: who went on this is his first job to be well he didn't go on to be he is gabriel mock um Mm -hmm. who became very successful and was on suits and um is married to jacinda barrett i love her um Anyway, um, but yeah, this was his first job and he looks totally different now than he did then.
0: Totally. Nothing like Very handsome. Yeah, short no. hair, short brown hair. But he was a really good looking guy. He still is.
1: Do you remember thinking he was cute at the time since he was clearly your type? <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, I'm, I'm sure I did. He was tall and mm-hmm. good looking. I'm sure there was, yeah. But I mean-
4: this is pre-Dan or post? I don't know. Hmm. Hmm.
1: I'm lining it up with my scenario. You were with Dan. But Gabriel Mock could have been your first husband.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Could have been. We'll never know. And Luca might not be sitting next to me. Not that you're Luca. I, not that you're t- a <laughs> child. What you I talking? have
1: something I want to tell you.
6: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're your real dad. Stella, the other day I was talking about my ex-husband and she's like, I'm so glad that it didn't work out because I wouldn't look the same. I'm like, it wouldn't look the same. You? It wouldn't be you. What do you mean? It doesn't work like, she's like, no, I would still be me, mom. I just, I think I would look different. Aww, I'm like, so cute. I don't think that's how that works. Maybe but, uh, it is okay.
0: though. Maybe she's onto something there. Maybe some people believe that the little souls pick their parents and they come into their lives for a reason. I believe
1: that. Oh. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. I'm going to go. Okay. Sell I'm sell you. Them. I'm believing it she more. She chose, chose you,
0: Tori. Yep. <laughs> I know. Oh, I like that. Okay. She definitely chose you. Smart girl.
1: Yes.
3: Um, we have a little bit of fashion and some listener questions if you guys want to take a break and come back with those.
0: Is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does? My mom is my best friend. My rock. I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me, and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's
1: Day. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. And since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm-fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets.
0: I love that Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a
1: volcano, you guys. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your books now. And... With 25% off, you can send some to your mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo
0: code 90210 for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code 90210, books.com, promo code 90210. The 90s Cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico, January 31st through February
1: 5th, 2025. Head to the90scruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get
5: lucky just about anywhere. 3510300 and follow the climbing in heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast.
0: We're back, you guys. Um, okay, let's do this. Let's talk nineties fashion do's and don'ts. What'd you guys think from this episode?
1: A lot of blazers, but I was into it. Like, too much, though. It's, it was a little blazer heavy.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they were just, like, they, they were going to be, was stuff ever borrowed and then have to be returned? So then they made you guys wear it I don't think more?
0: So. No. Oh, okay. I just you, I think I was just talking about that one scene where Donna's in a blazer, Brenda's in a blazer, and they're standing next to each other. That, that really bothered you? Yeah. yeah.
1: I don't love, like, I love Brenda in a blazer. I love Kelly in a blazer. I'm not a fan of Donna in a blazer.
0: I thought you looked great in a blazer. What are you talking about? Really? Yeah, shoulder pads. And you know,
1: even t- even to this oh, day, I feel blazers. like I feel really. Uh, what is the word? Like I, I just feel like I'm trying to uh, look smart or something. It really, <laughs> God forbid. I don't know. I have some weird thing about blazers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's too funny.
1: Well, <laughs> I, I, I think they
0: always throw a blazer on you when you don't love your outfit, or like the shirt's a little too tight here, or too short there, or something. They're like, "Oh, it's fine. We'll just put right. a blazer over it." That was that's the wardrobe answer to every problem, and clearly it worked.
1: It's true. Yep. And no one wears jewel tones like Kelly Taylor, aka Jenny Garth.
0: Are you talking the blue dress, the party yes. dress?
1: I just love you in any kind of jewel tones. You, it's so
0: funny. You love the color on me. I don't ever wear color. As you can see, I'm wearing
1: black. I'm always wearing black. And you guys, she looks so good in color. And it's always, it's always a fight. It's always a fight. Yes, you do. Fight. (sighs) No, I love her in color. And when she puts it on, you have to admit, you feel good once it's on. It's just not your instinct.
0: No, I I don't feel good in color.
1: Do you think it's because of Kelly? You have PTSD from her wearing so much color? Too much
0: color. Yeah. Color overload. Mm, maybe.
1: What about the updo?
0: That was that was a that was a French twist, if I've ever seen one. But a French twist was hot Ooh. in 1991. It was something. Even there was a great like shot where she tilts her head down. And you see the top of the French twist, which you don't see very often. It looks like kind of like a little Sharpe's butthole. Like it's like phew,
3: <laughs> you, ever? you know, that is a forgotten hairstyle. I feel like it needs to be brought back. <gasps>
0: You should try it. Uh huh. Maybe you could really? do it. I used to. But when you give birth, you could give yourself a French twist <laughs> as you're making your way to the hospital. <laughs> yes. It's, it's hard interesting to do.
1: because shows in the '90s. A lot of times, I think we've talked about this. Like makeup and hair were old school, and it was wasn't cutting edge. Like young people like trying new trends and stuff. Um, and most of the makeup department were straight older men, which is sounds weird now and I feel like some of the do's were iconic but like at the time didn't you feel like when they were like we're going to twist your hair up like
0: a little too (laughs) a little little too mature maybe
1: yes mature
0: (laughs) yeah but then we got some we we got some young people in the department that shook things up a, a lot this is true but I thought in general the I wrote it down that the lady's hair looked really good your hair Brenda's hair I my hair looked like blown out beautifully. Great blowouts they gave us.
3: Yeah, there yes. was a scene where Donna's hair was like blown out on the sides and like hair sprayed uh, and gelled perfectly. That was
1: all me. I just used to put my fingers here and spray it, put it here, spray it, and here. Really? And spray
0: oh, yeah. We have a, like, like a, a different perspective, a different generation. You are, she's yes. wearing all the 90s things now, and that's like what... Kid, the kids these days they're wearing and you're sitting right here. What did you think of like the wardrobe and like the effect that sort of like the wardrobe had on the show?
4: Amazing mom jeans. <laughs> so many great mom jeans throughout the series, which is so big now. But I was just thinking I got bangs that when I was watching 9 2 one I was super into it because I was like, oh my gosh, everyone on the show has bangs. But bangs are really hard to make look good every day. So you guys really set my bangs expectations too high. You can thank your mom for that. Yeah. And, and um, Shannon had cool bangs. Mm-hmm. Her hair is always so poofy and perfect.
1: <laughs> yeah, she has great hair. Um, are there any trends that we wore that are in now that you're like, mm, I didn't like it then, don't like it now? Well, not that you liked it then, but when you saw it in middle school and now it's in now?
4: Um, there's some cool, like, leotard moments. I'm thinking, like, the pilot. I know you got made fun of for that, but that was that's actually kind of in now. I feel like <laughs> everything... Tr- uh, quirky and kind of weird is cool now cowgirl boots with like uh shorts you know or like random things that you're like weirded out by but then it's cool like even um you the flannel that she's wearing is super cool and mm-hmm. the blazers are cool
1: i don't know it's just these characters were so unique do you think the matchy is going to come back like where they would match their dresses to the perfectly dyed shoes to the purse for sure i haven't seen for that. sure you do Yeah, I feel like so. I
4: hope so, so too. The party dress is iconic. I think, uh, yeah, just like the amount of effort that um, people put into looking cute is kind of more of a thing now. After quarantine, everyone's excited to get dressed up Mm -hmm. after spending a year in pajamas.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember at the malls, they used to have a store and you could go into it and it was inexpensive. You'd get white satin shoes and they would dye them any Mm -hmm. color. yeah. And then, like, Sarah Jessica Parker, like, that went out because with Sex and the City, it was, like, all about mismatch. Mm-hmm. So, like, any pop of color with, like, a totally different color on top and all different things thrown in. But I kind of yeah. like the matchy. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. it's good. She
3: made showing your bra strap cool. Carrie.
0: Or accepted.
1: Yeah.
3: yeah.
0: What about Steve's turtleneck? Um, wait. oh, wait. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the turtleneck. Okay. He's wearing a turtleneck, first of all, <laughs> which I know you you love. Um, he has that one in real life, right, Jen? Yep, he does. He, we've seen him. The wear. white yeah. I think he he's well, a vest. Stole it from the the, still, the vest wears... is What I need to talk about? He is wearing that. It looks like my grandma's slipcover, or like her curtains. <laughs> like it's like <laughs> what? and like a big bear cabin. Yeah. <laughs> The poor guy. And it's ginormous. It's like it's like a fishing vest on him, but he's at a party. I don't understand. And he has a turtleneck under it. There's so many things happening What's with that. What's the temperature at this party? Because
1: Kelly's in a little dress. And he's, he's in a, a turtleneck. With some
0: tapestry
1: hanging on him. Yeah, it's a weird look. I'm surprised he didn't say no to that one.
0: Okay, so 9021, no you didn't. Uh, favorite lines from the episode, ladies?
3: I don't have one that sticks out either.
0: Um, I was trying to remember it because I... On the way here, we were actually listening to the show because Luke was rewatching watching it. Um, it was something about when Kelly said, who's the, who's that, is that the guy that's in the picture over your mantle, over your fireplace? Is he the hunky stud in the little red bathing suit? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what, what? Why is there a picture of him all over, all over the fireplace in a bathing suit is what I want. And why is it red? <laughs> and why is it little? <laughs> Those were my questions.
1: Valid. I love the things you spot in the episodes. I know, Rando. No, it's good.
0: <laughs> well, you guys, you guys don't have any favorite lines. That's not fair. Some episodes, I feel like, yeah, that nothing, nothing stuck, stuck out. out. Yeah. out.
3: Mm-hmm. But we have some questions. You guys want to get to those Let's do or? That. Do it. Okay, this is from anonymous. Oh, I love Was anonymous. Was there any food or special treat, craft services provided that you really miss now? I assume you can just buy it for yourself now, but. <laughs>
0: what stands out. Yeah, but we can buy it, but it's not like all cleaned and cut and presented on a tray <laughs> at like a craft services. is I mean, yeah. do you think people don't know what craft services should we kind of like explain yeah. that? Okay. So craft yeah, services, sure, when you work on a set, there's a craft service man or woman or person. Whoa. <laughs> um, and they can, they bring uh, food so people can snack throughout the day because you eat breakfast, then you eat lunch, and then you eat dinner and, and there's a long time in between. And so they have this like table, well, pre COVID, they had a table, just plethora of choices, like a smorgasbord of treats and snacks and candies, everything you could ever imagine. It was something like whenever you go to a set, you're like, where's the craft service table? (laughs) You have to find it immediately.
1: For sure. (laughs) And it it depends on the production. Like if it's Mm -hmm. a low budget film or something, like you'll have like a bag of potato chips or something. Yeah, some granola bars. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We had a good craft service from what I remember. There was yeah. always a lot of food and sandwiches coming out.
0: What did you, what did you, what was your, what's your go-to at a craft service table pre-corona? Because now they don't do it that way. Everything's like, well, I've been on a set since Corona and it was, um, they had like a craft service table, but there was a lot of rules around mm-hmm. it. Like nobody. You
1: can't, you can't touch it now. They have to like hand it to you, right? You can't yeah. go over that was the whole fun. Yeah, standing around talking. But I can
0: understand how that would not be allowed now because, like, people just stand around the craft service table and yak it up, and, like, there's just spewing few in there, saliva everywhere, probably. <laughs> it's really not very sanitary.
1: <laughs> That's true. But then, you, well, you eat less now, though, because you feel yeah. embarrassed because you have to, like, from six feet away, be like, can I have that? And, but you want to, like, just look at it because you're not even sure if you want it, and you want to read the ingredients, but you can't do that now. So.
0: My favorite thing yes, at craft store is always the candy selection because there's so much, so many different kinds of things you wouldn't normally try. And
1: mm-hmm. aren't we'd always have cups,
0: cups of candy, cups of candy, it, whatever. Yeah. Just ploy us with candy and we'll keep acting as long as you want
1: <laughs> all day. I think I used to eat, uh, tom- hot tamales. Mm hmm. So um mm. now like when I'm on a set my instinct is always like, Do you have hot tamales? And like people don't really <laughs> have that anymore. But I just remember always having a cup of hot tamales, like I love them so much. What's
0: sure wrong with that? I think that sounds good.
1: I love a hot tamale.
0: I do remember having like an obsession at one point. I think I was pregnant with either you or one of your sisters. I was on another set. Uh I had to have strawberry soda at all times Ooh. like when i was at all times, I, I just had to have a strawberry soda in my hand
4: in your contract no not in my <laughs> contract
0: but i i was pretty convinced that my child was going to come out pink with <laughs> like <laughs> pink hair but she
4: didn't my favorite memory ever going to work with my mom is that her other show she did right after now to know what i like about you every friday they would bring a crispy uh, cream box and they said it was just for me but every friday It was very special. You got special
0: treatment.
4: Yeah.
0: A whole box. Wow. I don't remember this. Why didn't I get any donuts?
1: (laughs) Love that. Mm.
3: All right. Next question is from Brad. He says, do you guys still get residual checks every time an episode airs on
1: TV? Yes. And Mm -hmm. and they're like two cents now.
0: No. Really? Yeah. Because what happens is like SAG, um, after a kind of makes the rules when it comes to how residuals come to the actors and um, residual is like when they pay you for an episode that's already been on if they re-air it so these episodes have been re-aired so many times every time it airs the price goes down the what they give they pay the actors goes down 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 to literally what she just says like two cents a check for two cents or something but you 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 know you can add up the two cents and probably come up with like $6.99 Six ninety nine, not you know but $7 probably be even because it's two cents but uh, yeah gotcha. it adds up that's my point
3: um, okay Brad is also asking were all cast members paid the same salary equally or were some paid more we were not paid equally we were not paid equally did it cause friction between you guys or did you guys not know
0: I think we all knew it just wasn't something that we w- worried about we I mean, I didn't hold it against anyone. What, what, how our salaries are different. I didn't think less of somebody because they had a lesser salary. I think that, that that was based on when you go in, what your quote was, what work you'd already done previously to sort of establish your, yeah. your rate. And then you go from there and then you negotiate that every year. You can kind of negotiate up from that rate, you know?
1: I just remember, I didn't really care, but I got paid less than everybody. And to the point where it was like crazy how like it wasn't actually like fair. Um, and I wasn't comfortable saying anything to my dad because I didn't want special treatment. So I was like, I don't know what to do. So I remember my agent had to go in and, and renegotiate to even bring me. I mean, I'm talking about like it. I was making less than what like a co-star would make. But yeah, really? I was a
0: regular. But didn't we at one point like the first two band seasons. together and and sort of solve? I think Ian maybe spearheaded a movement to really get everyone to sort of make the same salary at one point later later in the in the series.
1: Yes, and I feel like we tried, but it didn't happen.
2: It
0: didn't happen.
1: And then when Friends did it, he was like, "See you guys. Yeah, look." And we're like,
3: oh, crap. Well, what about like like, later on in the series when you had other um, cast members that were regulars, but they hadn't been, you know, part of the OG crew? Mm -hmm. I'm assuming you guys still made more than them, right? Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, most of the time. Again, it just kind of comes down to like what you come in at, what your quote is when you come in at, and then how integral you are to the show, how many episodes you're in, if you're in every episode and then how good of a negotiator your agent is come time to renegotiate. Were the contracts per season? Mm -mm. No. I I feel like I renegotiated every season. I could be wrong about that, but I feel like there was a salary. There was, there were built in bumps and then they would try to go for more, I think. But yeah, that's how it was structured, right? There was like, a yearly salary. And then if, it, if the show gets picked up for another season, you get X amount more on top of that. They had it all laid out. Listen, money's not mm-hmm. either of our strong suits. So <laughs> we were just happy to be making a paycheck.
2: Oh,
3: for sure. And now you still get that paycheck, two cents. Woo-hoo. Every now Mama's and then. Mama's taking
0: you out to dinner tonight. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> we're going to Denny's. <laughs>
0: Hey, I love Denny's.
3: <laughs> uh, the only reason I said that we have these uh friends on um on KISS, two two jocks, and they're going to thirty Denny's in thirty days for no reason whatsoever. For fun.
1: Just cause they love Denny's. <laughs> Just for fun. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. I, lo- I love a Denny's breakfast. Kids eat free on their birthday. <laughs> Never gone. <but> Not adults. <laughs> I always I always see this sign. Oh. <laughs> I don't think so. You should really or take maybe. them up on that
0: with five yeah. kids.
1: <laughs> i know we'll see you like me? a lot
0: of money every year <laughs> oh we got it well that does it ladies that's our episode hope you guys liked it thanks
4: Luke for did me- you have fun yeah thanks for letting me sit in it was cool to be here live and now when i'm listening in my headphones i'm gonna be like i know exactly how it goes down the interworkings
1: well you know what's gonna happen now right <laughs> there's gonna be listener questions for you <laughs> yeah so you're gonna After have to this come back. episode oh, yeah
4: no, I'll be sending in listener questions. I'll be on your <laughs> spreadsheet.
0: Thanks, guys. Thanks for
1: listening. Thank you. What's our episode next week? Oh, good question. Good question. Hold cool, well, on. Let me find it in yeah. my notes. I don't have There's my Too so many.
3: <laughs> it's um, season two, episode 12.
0: Down and out of district in Beverly Hills. Clever. a long time. All right. Everybody watch it. Do your homework. We will do ours. And we will talk about episode 12 next week.
1: That's right. Bye, guys. Bye.
0: Bye. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop
1: culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the first ever sailing Head to
0: The90sCruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two.